recorded live from Portland, Oregon. It's the Transamorous Network Podcast. Let's get it on. So, Micah, what we do on the show is we'll start the show and we'll have probably some number of minutes of um, just kind of talk between the three of us here in the studio. Uh, if you can just okay. remain quiet until we introduce you and welcome you, then uh, come on in after that. That'd be great, okay? Not a problem. Okay. <clears throat> is there anything you don't want us to talk about? <clears throat> uh, like what? I don't know. In particular, I... Uh... How about this? How about we do a safe word? I'm feeling particularly feisty today, and so I might say or call you out on something that you might not like. And so let's let's do a That's safe word. That's a good idea. But it can't be obvious. Or actually, we're gonna. It's, it can be obvious because we're gonna call it out anyway. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Right. Um, how about we Is that say? A fact? How about that? Oh, oh, that's perfect. a really good Micah, one. Yes, that's a really good one. Michael, you're so good. You are experienced. Good. <laughs> Is that a fact? Okay. Got to remember that. I need that I just need to start bringing that into my conversation on the daily. Well, yeah, but if he, he if he says it in a real natural way, I might just keep right on talking. <laughs> so I someone let's, I got your let's, back. Yeah, thank you, darling. No, 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 okay, okay, Remy's got my back. Awesome. <laughs> All right. Uh let's get let's start the show. So Hey, this is Perry from the Transamorous Network Podcast. This is Remy Elmatar. And this is Shannon Scott. Hello, hello. And we're back after we've had quite a few weeks of not being on the show. I didn't what? get the show up last did week, you actually. Miss me? No, you, you missed the <gasps> show, but we did record a show. Perry. We did record a show, yeah. Perry. That show last week was hard, Perry. you guys. It was hard to edit. <laughs> what was that? Furry. <laughs> <laughs> He's getting scolded. I'm resist I'm, I'm resisting editing that show. Why? Because it's gonna take. It's gonna be really hard to cut out that beginning. Just chop it to bits. (laughs) Today is a new day, though. We're gonna have an amazing show today. I'm kind of stoked about our show show today. Because for the, actually, we. You know, it's funny. We had that one guy on scheduled. We scheduled him, yes, and then we tried to talk to him, and he turned out to be. Oh, I wasn't, I wasn't here, I wasn't here for guess. that one. Yes, you were. I was in Oklahoma. It was right yes, when you right. first left to down Oklahoma. Yes. Yeah, and I totally missed that, which I was so bummed about because those are kind of the people that, especially when I'm in a mood like I am today, where mm-hmm. I'm like, yeah, let's do this. Let's get it on. Let's get in an argument. <laughs> I would have been so fun. I have to say that I am responsible for creating some of Remy's reaction to the guy because Remy came on to the conversation ready for a fight. <laughs> she was giving yeah, to do I did, and you know me. Of course I did. (laughs) But he was the kind of person that any sort of argument or conversation would have felt like a waste of breath to me. Ah, yeah. but I think I think the what we could have done here is used him as a tool to you know show exactly what you shouldn't be, and you know all like here's all the things not to do. Ta-da! It was really hard. it would have been really tough. He, it, yeah, it he was been so tough. unapologetic and just in our faces about it. He was just rude. He was. In every How way rude. he could. Yeah. Did you guys see Full House with that little... Remember How that little? rude. How rude. Yes. Thank you, Remy. Thank you, dated myself. <laughs> <laughs> so, but today is a new day, right? Well, yes, and yeah. we have a fabulous guest. I fabulous. spoke with him. I spoke with him um, several months ago, actually. Um, actually, Micah, how did we, how do we, how do we connect so everyone, this is Mike. I believe Hi, I was on your, I believe I was on your YouTube channel, and I left a comment. That's right. That's right. That you replied to. Right, and Micah was like, "Dude, people need more. People need to understand that this is a normal thing." And yeah. we we talked uh, on the phone, I think, and we had a really good conversation. And Micah is an amazing fellow, and so. This is really oh my god! I say that, but. No, you are, dude. This is a really interesting. This is really good, interesting timing because the guest we had last week was talking about how rare um, people like Micah are. It's we, so no, not rare. Not not so at not all, rare. Micah and yourself. Yes. So Micah, we had this trans woman on last week on the show that will probably run next week, and um, I'm not holding. I'm not making any promises. Though, all right. Guys. All right. <laughs> So wait, is it going to be next week or is it going to be last week as people listen to this show? Which one's coming? Oh, good point. It would have been last week. Okay, so last the show before the show. Yes, and and she was she was really strident about how 
rare how the word she used was unicorn she called me a unicorn mm -hmm. she had a belief in a story that gentlemen like yourself and like perry are a unicorn they are so far rare and in between that they're like know, a fantasy yeah not they, they almost don't exist yeah it's and not it's, true. It's even not true at all. <laughs> at all. But where she is in the story she's telling herself, that's the story it's she's true. telling. And so it's true for her because it's the guys don't show up for her. Right. And they're probably walking right by her. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. she just doesn't give them a time of day, and so she doesn't meet them. Well, yeah, and it's hard. Uh, you know, From the male's point of view, it's really, really difficult to approach a woman because, or, or you know, let me specify, a trans woman, because then they have to you know, out themselves in a way. And, and so that's yeah. a good point actually you know Mike, just, just even to give a compliment yeah in a way is, is risky Micah can you speak to that a little bit I'm sorry can you speak to that a little bit and how like you, you had, feel yeah. when you approach you know a, a woman yeah no I uh I I would say I'd, I'd agree to disagree just because I'd like if, you if already. you're talking about uh, yeah thank you if you're <laughs> talking about approaching a woman uh that you're interested in um confidence is the number one key you know um but yeah I, I do hear you where she has to out herself basically the guy well no i was actually she was talking about you yeah the you, male because here you are so let's say you're in a in a um out on the street somewhere and you see this really beautiful trans person beautiful to you anyway and you want to talk to that yeah. person by nature of you making an effort to talk to that person in that public setting, you have outed yourself as a transamorous person because everyone in that environment will see you talking to that person in a romantic way. And the good thing about if myself is I, re I really person. don't care what they, uh, I, I really don't care what other people think of me or, you know, I have a lot of good, good friends that support me and that, you know, that's all that matters. Michael, you got friends. brass. I have so much respect for you already. <laughs> just like the way, you know, just the way you carry yourself. I wish more people could do that because when you have that kind of courage, I mean, that, that's, that's where really genuineness comes from is mm -hmm. a sense of bravery and courage. Mm -hmm. And so for you to do that, you're making your life. Well, I, 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 I got to say it's, it's put me in a couple tough positions where I had to, you know, scrap with people, but you know, I'm big Oh my guy. God. Would you tell us a story about yeah. that? Yeah. Tell us some stories. What happened? Ooh, gossip uh, on tail. There was a there was a couple of tourists uh, on Maui, and Daisha and myself were chilling at the beach, and she's in a bikini, and she's tucked and all. It's it's fine, but um, a couple guys walked by, and um, just her mannerisms sometimes are kind of leaning towards the male persuasion, but dude not, bros, you know. But yeah, sometimes when she smokes too much pot, you know, she gets a little. Oh. Yeah, she gets a little, not manly, but I don't know what the word would be. Um, like her mannerisms, her personality just turns like she's boss bitch kind of thing. Mm -hmm. And uh, I don't, yeah, a couple we don't guys have walking it, down the beach. Like that. <laughs> What's that? We have Remy. Shannon was, was joking with Remy because Remy can be that way sometimes. <laughs> Remy's oh, got right. a fabulous personality. A, yes, sometimes she gets dominant. And although I like that, <laughs> it, it's also annoying when, it's, when it happens out of the bedroom. <laughs> Never exactly, oh goodness, I agree so 100% many, on that. So, <laughs> so Micah, we want to hear these stories, but let's back up for the listeners because they don't know you, and we know you, and we've read your story that you sent to us. Um, okay. So how how did you how did you end up discovering that you were trans? So you're uh, for the listeners, you're obviously a transamorous male. How did how did that come yeah. out for you? How did you find out about it? Uh, I it, it kind of took me by surprise to tell you the truth. Um, I met my former girlfriend um gosh eight years maybe, you know, about nine years because i've been here for a year so about nine years ago and for the first i'd say month two three months uh, we didn't sleep together you know i totally respected her you know and she's like you know no i i, I want to make it special and all this and i'm like yeah that's fine you know i'm a guy I, I, you know every guy they can take care of themselves if you know what I mean. You know, it's not mm -hmm. a big deal. <laughs> but, we know what you mean. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And uh, after about three months, we went out to a club, and we, oh, I'd say we took 10 or 12 shots each of Patron, and we got kind of tossed and jag and kind of drunk. Kind of? Wow. Okay, noted. I'm, big, I'm a big guy. I can handle it, but she can't. But, uh, <laughs> yeah. So we get back to her place. And I wake up to go use the restroom, and I and up to this point, did, were you aware that she was transgendered? 
not not until the morning. Okay. So uh, I looked over at the bed while I was walking to the restroom, and she's naked, and she's lying on her back, and I kind of, like, did a double take. Like, what the fuck? You know, excuse me. <laughs> it's okay. You can cuss. Yeah. Um, how was that? <clears throat> tell us about the emotions that suddenly, I know, flooded your body. Like, tell us how you were feeling. My heart was, my heart was in my throat, honestly. I, would, I was just, like, in fight-or-flight mode. But I'm not a violent person towards a lot of people. I can, I can be violent if somebody hits me or gets in my face. Sure, no problem. I can stand my ground. But as far as beating somebody up, that's not my that's not my bag. Never have been. Never, you know. So basically, I saw that and I freaked. I grabbed all my clothes. I took off. And did you literally run into the hallway with the clothes in your hand? Like I'm thinking, like tube socks on and like white tidy whities and you're like starting into the yard naked when i was out the door i won't lie wow (laughs) so so let's 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 stop this to me personally to me personally growing up uh in the family i did i grew up mormon actually lds Mm -hmm. although i stopped going to church when i was like 12 but you know still you have that mindset Mm -hmm. to where this is wrong this is bad because you're taught that as a kid so it sticks you know Mm -hmm. it's kind of like the uh the way when you see your mother see a mouse and she jumps and screams and jumps on the couch or a chair, uh, that sticks in your mind. So when you become an adult, that's what's going to happen to you. Mm. I hear you. Born and raised Catholic, recovering. Mm-hmm. I, I saw yeah. that for the first time. Oh don't, God, it was don't, let's not even. Let's not you, I, have I have a fear. I have a fear. We'll cover that later. Okay, sorry. <laughs> so so, so let's, let's stop your story for a second and talk about this trans political issue so is it okay for a trans woman to go out with some guy and not be straight to to coin a phrase about who they are is it okay to take a man home and then and not tell them tell that guy that they're trans so i would have to agree with shannon shaking her head shannon shaking her head in a way in a way what she did in my Shaking mind was... up and down or left and no, right? No, left and right. No, <laughs> no, no. Right. I, in my mind, I'm, I'm actually kind of okay, upset I with her a, because... I have you, to agree with that because the way it happened to me, I fell into it. it you invested... Like, okay, I had a my, choice. My opinion is that our time is the most valuable thing we have. And so she, she, she spent her time, yes, but she spent it knowingly. You didn't yeah. get that option, and she took that from you. And, and from my point of view, that's, that's stealing one of your most valuable assets and so her not being yeah. honest and i get where she's coming from you know she's scared she was obviously very attracted to you and excited about you being her partner and so she was like oh if i tell him this he might leave so i get that but still it's still she lying. may have assumed he already knew oh but you can never assume true and well, we, right but i run into that experience where it's like a period will go by not not weeks or months like you know maybe a couple hours if we're yeah, actually yeah. hanging out until i realize he absolutely has no idea yeah and then i'm like I every time I need to make sure something's clear here yeah every and time i think i know i'm wrong so michael did do you feel like you were treated fairly in that situation not at all if no. she had said to you hey i think you're attractive and i need to let you know that i was born male but i'm a trans woman would you have still wanted to see her I, me, I'm an open book, so honestly, if she was to say that right off the bat, I would have to roll it around my head for you know, a little bit. I couldn't just right away, yeah, sure, no, Good. no problem. I'm glad you gave that honest answer, because I think most guys, unless they know, would would have to take a minute. Mm-hmm. Several. Yeah. To think about whether or not this is okay, yeah. Like the guy that's Samantha. It's all, it's all yeah. your upbringing, really. You know, it's yeah. what your parents told you to do. It's what religion told you to do. That's well, what society told you to do. You mm-hmm. know, it's it's sad that we live in a in a world that you're not free to express yourself in any means. You know, not only just transgender gender, yeah. but in Ma- any means necessary. You know, mm-hmm. Michael, were you born and raised in Hawaii? Sorry, Hawaii. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. So there's a different perspective on the transgender culture there. Am I right? Or I mean, as far as yeah, well, the mainland as a gen in general. Well, the uh, the ancient Hawaiians actually. Uh, woman is wahine, man is called kane, and then there's a, a separate, a third gender called akane. And mm-hmm. akane were basically men born with female and male personality, and they were treated as royalty and only had relations with kings, like King Kamehameha who conquered Hello, Hawaii. what have I been saying? Five, 
he had about five Akanes that he would have sex with, relationships with. They would sit next to him on his throne with wow. the queen. Wow. So, so in Hawaii, a lot of before Christianity came, of course. Mm-hmm. Uh, in Hawaii, there's a lot of Akane is a total normal thing. So transgender in Hawaii, they're not looked down upon at all. So a, few, a few are, depending on their actions in life. Mm-hmm. But. It's interesting how the ancient cultures revered these people and yes. how this Puritan, Puritan, Puritanical, thank you, darling, Puritanical, uptight, <laughs> sexually repressed motherfucking culture has has vilified these people. It's just so funny how it just flipped. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Even the Native Americans have the same. Yeah, yeah. two spirits. Yeah. Two spirited. Yeah. Uh, I, I just watched a documentary on it, but it's like the shadow people or something. Two like spirits. That I can't remember, but. Two... <laughs> the what? Is this thing on? <laughs> two spirits. Two spirited. Right. And by the Europeans, they were known as the Burdishes. Yeah. yeah, but, it, you know, back in Hopi, Sioux, uh, Blackfoot, um, all those tribes, they all had, you know, the, the they had people. Who, people. Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. Mm-hmm. When, when the young man would go out on his uh, young men's journey, if he was told spirit to take quest, up right. yeah, his spirit quest. Thank you. Those are the words. Um, yeah. If he came back and he said, you know, I was told to take up the skirt. That's what they would do, and he would. The society would see him hmm. as a, a, a woman, or mm-hmm. you know, and and any partner he got was not considered like gay. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It mm-hmm. was. It wasn't like that. They yeah. was honored as a man and a woman, and often that individual ended up being one of the spiritual leaders mm-hmm. of the community. Mm-hmm. That's so awesome. So so okay. So Micah, sorry. Go ahead. No, no, go ahead. Sorry. I, I was just going to kind of ease back to your story. So so you felt yeah. that you were not treated fairly. And then you I wasn't, but honestly, um, I, her and I, we got along really well. I loved being around her. Um, her spirit was like entwined with mine. Basically we were, we were almost like the same person in a, in a good way. Not like oh. our faults, but our, our good, our good parts of us ourselves were all, it was like, honestly, it was like a fairy tale to me. And I, I know that sounds cheesy, but it was like, uh, Prince Charming and Snow White are, you know. I love it. Oh, Micah, you're killing me, Smalls. It was to where, you know, I I left I left her house, and I went to a, I went surfing with a buddy of mine, and I asked him, and he said, you know, do what you want to do. You know, it's it's totally fine, you know, and he brought up the Akane, and I'm, I'm like, I think that too, but, you know, it's just kind of strange to me. Why, why wouldn't she tell me, you know? And he's like, well, you know, there's a lot of people that are afraid, you know, that, uh, they're going to get beat up or murdered or, you know, something like that. So, I mean, well, yeah, but she doesn't, you know. And just for all the trans women out there listening that are afraid of that, the situation she put herself in is exactly how exactly. you get beat up and High murdered. High five on that <laughs> shit. Yeah. yeah when you surprise a guy like that, you're like, you're Jesus, basically you're basically putting that guy's masculinity in his perception at, at risk. You're basically saying yeah. to this Not guy. Not just at risk. I mean. In his eyes, not in reality, but in his eyes, you've attacked it very aggressively. Exactly, you've basically mm. made him do a, from his perspective, his his unenlightened perspective. You've made him do a homosexual act from his and, perspective. And a lot of guys, I think, I believe that a lot of men out there that what happened to me would take this as a vengeance or or possibly like. Um, your brother sleeping with your wife kind of thing, like just really upset and angry and, you know, and it's usually, it's usually anger. Uh, it's fear that causes anger. It's Mm -hmm. something you don't understand that makes you angry. So yes. I love how we all were just like, "Mm." Mm. (laughs) and it's funny because it's out of that fear and anger, that irrational knee jerk reaction that people take violent acts. And so it's funny. You said it, Shannon. It's, I, as a, as a trans amorous male, I wonder how it is that trans women who complain about the violence committed on trans women don't understand this. Yeah, you're, you're creating that. I mean, we always talk about our stories, but good God, look at the plot you've just written. I mean, you've never like written a better plot to like being murdered. You know, it's like, come on, like Pete. That's not right. right and, okay, you know, even, it's not right. It's our previous even to all your listen, to all your listeners, honestly, save yourself. Uh, a lot of drama and heartache and when you meet a guy you like tell him you know if, if if he's not cool with it 
There's a lot more men out there than us. That's exactly right, Mike. Best guest ever. Ever. Yeah. <laughs> and it's it's but so let's let's I was thinking Ladies, in my head. They are out there. They're not unicorns. Yes, they are. So I was just thinking in my head, there are circumstances where trans women are the subject of violence or they're murdered and that it hasn't happened in the situation we're talking about. Like there are certain cultures where a trans woman's just out on the street and she gets beat up and it's not because she didn't tell the guy who's beating her up that she was trans woman. The guy knew and took violence on her anyway. And so for those militant trans women out there who are listening to this show and getting pissed off because we're pigeonholing them. No, it's, we're not talking about all cases of violence, just the ones where the man is freaking surprised that, you haven't had your sexual reassignment surgery yet, and you didn't tell them. Possibly avoidable situations with <laughs> honesty you. in the first place. Yes. Very avoidable. Yes. Yeah, very avoidable. And, and why waste your time? I was just going to say that. It's why like, why would you spend your... T- well, I know Tell why. him and take two steps back, bitch. I mean, it's going to be all right. Get out of his reach. I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. why we love Remy. Exactly. Remy's so awesome, not to mention hot. Okay, so, um, so, uh, so Micah, okay, so you, your story, as we read it, it also included some not so wonderful times and and yet you still describe this relationship you have as kind of one of the best you've ever had can you talk about what your relationships were before meeting this person with cisgender women and what would you describe to what would you say would be the critical difference there um uh, there was a lot of commonalities but there was a lot of differences the one commonality and this might might sound shallow or vague but it's all about vanity with any woman or trans woman and i understand with the trans woman why it is vanity because they're trying to become somebody they weren't born as but with girls with uh cis i don't know really uh genetic doesn't know cis is Uh, is right cis is right yeah with that just uh I don't know. I I really I don't really recall the uh, the paragraph I wrote you because I've had a a long life full of you know relationships and trying to get on the right page with myself. Well, that's but, that's what I wanted to to kind of unpack. Is so you you didn't include this in your I don't think you included this in your story, but the story you shared with me. But <clears throat> it you've obviously had. How old are you? I am 43. Right. So you've had a lot of dating experiences, and many of those, I would say, at this point, were probably, most of them have probably been with cis women, right? Cis meaning genetic, I yeah. think. Yes. Yeah. 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 Okay. Um, and you're. I did. I did. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah okay. Okay. And then you met, and then you, with, despite all of those experiences with those women who were born as women, you had this experience uh-huh. with this transgender woman, and you're describing this relationship as like fairy tale. Yeah. Fairy tale. Like well, wonderful. Not, you know, at, at first, yes. At first, it was like a fairy tale. It was like when I met her, uh, I, went, I went surfing at this uh, local spot called Pohaku Park. And. I get out the water and I'm drinking a beer with a couple friends and I look down the guardrail, which is literally five feet from the water. It goes down like rocks into the ocean. And uh, I see her and she's sitting on the back of her scion drinking a beer and she winks at me, you know, and I'm like, uh, looking back, turning around, looking for someone else. I'm like, yeah, this beautiful girl couldn't be winking at me. That's not possible, you know? And, uh, you know, Five ten minutes later, I just walked over to her and started talking to her, and uh, it just went from there. And and from then, you know, it was like I I don't think honestly she was trying to impress me or anything. I just think she was being herself, and that's what I loved about her. Is it was no no bullshit, no lies, no drama. You know, drama came later, Said but one. you know, at the, at, <laughs> yeah, at the time, it was not a big deal. Yeah, as as all relationships have some drama in it, but but so I'm I'm gonna try and try and pull this out of you still, and don't feel nervous that that we're having a hard time getting to it. But can you dis- okay? Can you describe what is it about being? What was this woman's name? Daisha. 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 D a d a y s h a. Great. So what was it about being with Daisha that was so? wonderful was there something with Daisha that was there with Daisha but wasn't there with cisgender women that makes yeah, I mean what was it 
it was just her herself. There was no, uh, uh, she wasn't wearing a mask. Nothing was sugar-coated. And every cis woman, is that a genetic woman um, that I've dated, they've all been kind of catty and kind of, you know, just try to be someone that, that they're not. And it's a, it's a, it's a huge turnoff to a guy when he likes a woman and she acts a certain way alone. But then when you're with out with your friends, she's totally different person. Ah, uh, insecurity. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Do you and a lot find of people do a... that. Even guys, a lot of guys do that around yes, their buddies. Do. And it, oh, it's, yeah. it's not me. I act, I act the same way I do with my girl that I do with my friends. And yeah. that's why I have so many good friends, you know. Right Micah, on. to all of the, I mean, I think you need to like throw your contact information out there because I know that the trans <laughs> women like listening to this well, show are like, am, who is I this man? Throw it out there, Micah, so if you if you want part. to, if you want to. Well, I am single now, so yeah, I'll, I'll I'll just tell you that much. I'll I'll get onto that. Well, so in the in the future, the Transamorous Network will have a Facebook group where we will curate. Oh, nice. We'll we will curate trans women and transamorous men who have read the guides, yeah. so they're on the same page, and we will yeah. provide a matchmaking service. But that's quite a ways in the future. Um, and in the meantime, trans women are going to be hearing this show, and so will transamorous men. And so who knows who you might meet through that connection. Uh-huh. So if there's anyone out there who's listening to this show and has an idea that either a trans woman who wants to meet Micah or a, a transamorous man who knows of a trans woman that might be interested, or anyone who knows of someone who, that might be interested in Micah, contact the show, and we will vet that person, and then we'll connect them, possibly. <gasps> I love that, vetting. Yeah. Ooh. So that's one of the things we want to do. Is Pass sure. it down. Yeah, exactly. we want to make <laughs> sure we want to make sure that that people that are that are engaging with our network are are having an experience that's high quality and and backed by the material that we provide, which Absolutely. is the Transamorous Guide and the tra- and the Man's Guide. Automatic, you know. I I think that's a good idea. That way, they're not running into the problems that we're speaking of. You exactly. know, they're not running into guys and going like, well. I wonder if thinking upstairs, I wonder if he's going to be okay with this or if he's going to lash out and hit me or, you know, so on and so forth. But mm-hmm. yes. And, and, and the, the likelihood of someone who understands that their stories create their reality of that happening is very low in my opinion, unless they haven't been doing the work. Yeah. And so, um, okay. So you, you, you obviously are no longer with Daisha. Um, and it sounded like your relationship was pretty rocky anyway, but you, there was something about that relationship that kept you, kept you both in it for a long time, like seven, six years, yeah. seven years, <gasps> six, seven years, seven years, yeah. Micah. Oh my God. I'm sorry. I didn't realize it was that long. That, when did it end? Yeah. It's, what's that? When, when did, did it, it end? end? Um, about a month, uh, right after I talked to Terry the last time. Um, How long? About a day a few after that. Ago. A few months ago, yeah. A, a day after ago? that. Oh my god! I got, a, I got a text message from from her, and it said, uh, "I don't think we should be together anymore." And I thought she was joking, so I called her. And you know, it's time difference is three hours, so you know, um, I was talking to her. Hey, what's up? And she's like, uh, "No, I I don't think we should be together anymore." And I'm like, "What do you mean?" And she says. Well, I'm seeing somebody, and I'm, and we're supposed to be in a long-distance relationship, which is hard, sure. Mm-hmm. But oh, see, I wasn't aware that. of that. Where is she? She's in Hawaii. And you're in Spokane. She's in Hawaii. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. I, I was there. I just I couldn't stand living paycheck to paycheck and being broke all the time. You know, I wanted to make something in my life instead of just, you know, paycheck would come and get sent to bills and car payment and insurance and all that, you know. It's got too much. I have a house here right on the river. It's four fifty a month. It's a beautiful view. You know, it's, I'm an outdoorsman, at, you know, in, in my heart, so I'm right where I want to be. Right on. You're, I like the outside. <laughs> you're driving Shannon not, crazy. Not many. That's, that's the one thing I've had a big problem running into is I haven't met any any trans girls that are into the outdoors and that's tough yeah. we're that's out really there tough. yeah, yeah. The we're out there remy is i, I am the outdoors. i i grew up backpacking in montana yeah. so i've done my share of, yeah uh, you know but so she, in the te- you know after the text i called her and we're speaking and i'm like oh what do you mean and she's like well i'm seeing somebody and i'm like we're supposed to be committed into a long distance relationship you're coming over here and she says well i've been seeing luke and i'm like what do you luke know is, luke uh, luke's one of my well he was one of my best friends oh, oh, oh my god 
Becker. Nice. Son I, of a I've bitch. Known this, I've known this guy since I was probably five or six. Years she's old. a homie hopper. Homie. <laughs> 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 I've never heard that before, but yeah. yeah. Well, the, oh my god. The sad, the sad part about it is he has family here, and he, uh, I yeah, I'm not gonna lie. I trolled his Facebook page, and uh, not for you know to threaten him or anything, but he's coming back to visit his family. Uh, in Coeur d'Alene, which is Idaho. Watch your back, of, uh, Luke. <laughs> are you gonna Are you gonna Luke. confront him? Oh, uh, of course. I'm I'm not gonna like beat him up or anything. Well, but no. I'm gonna I'm gonna unless he asks for it. Tell him that he bet- he betrayed my trust. Yeah. And, and myself, you know. That's so. That's that was that was the hardest part of it. Is just my my ba- I mean, literally, this him and I. He, he knew I was with her. He knew that we were still in a in a long distance. That she she was gonna move over here. And he That's was actually so taking a coming, coming. And with he wasn't. And he wasn't even transamorous, or he didn't realize. Well, he yeah, was, was trans-amorous he transamorous He, I, you know, I always had a sneaking suspicion that he was, but you know, oh, he never. Oh, so it wasn't just you know, he, he saw he you and Daisha. His, Daisha co- his being cousin happy. in Hawaii is one of my friends. She's transgender and uh, great girl, but um, I honestly don't think he. I, th- I think he more looked at what society and his family and friends would look at him as. It's funny because this Instead this is not a this is not an uncommon story for military for oh, men who go not. into the military. This happens all the time. You know, you go into boot camp and then you ship off somewhere and you got your girlfriend back home and next thing you know, your best friends on top of that shit. So it's not it's not an unusual. Sadly st- enough, <laughs> yeah, sadly enough, motherfuckers ain't shit. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I uh, I met a girl I met a girl um, in Hawaii that was uh, on vacation and she was transgender. Um, she was a marine. Oh, she was a transitioning. Mar- oh yeah, and wow. she was showing me pictures on her phone of her. You know, as a guy, I was like, "You don't even look like this person. It's crazy." You know, and she's so like, nice. hey, "I'm not, I'm not ashamed." Yeah. A lot of a lot of a lot of uh, trans girls won't show you a picture of their. No, I won't. To be. No. Yeah. So you I won't see was, a picture of I, me. Well, I just, yeah, I just thought it was kind of interesting. This how did this it feel for you? Like you know, hey, I'm proud. She was like, I'm proud. I fought for my country. I served. She was, she was literally on the front line outside the wire, getting shot at. All you know, all the crazy stuff. Huh. I was like, wow, man, that is insane. But we were just talking on the show last week about. Um, how trans women before they transition often go into the military into these extreme roles uh shannon is one of them um in order to how did you put it last week shannon to in order to to compensate yeah i was just trying to i hate to use this word because it's a really negative word but i was trying to cure myself or break myself yeah break myself of these feminine feelings i was having and i'm like i don't want this kind of so, kind of like the guys pray the gay away kind of thing yeah very much oh don't yeah. give me don't get me wrong i prayed a lot i prayed a lot yeah. every night to get you know to not be transgender so it, it doesn't work don't no, waste your time it doesn't work it doesn't work yeah um and they you know i was reading an article recently about uh, the U.S. government allowing trans in, trans yes. into the uh, the, the military, mm-hmm. which July I 1st. think is a really really dumb move right now. And I'm not saying that because I don't think they should be allowed. I'm saying that because I do honestly think that going into the military as a trans transgender person, either male to female or female to male, um, is not going to have people picking on you. And, and you know, it's it's I don't I, I think it's really awesome that you know our government allowed that but i think it needs time to it's never going to be easy there's never going to be a right time like that ever it's always going to be a struggle yeah it is going to be an endless struggle basically not endless but a struggle empowered the bitches who do it exactly and it's it's, this one will not (laughs) yeah no it was really really hard for me to get out i was really emotionally i was upset i felt betrayed i felt I felt like I was leaving a relationship, really. Yeah, I, I eleven had a, year relationship. Yep, I had a uh, a trans woman girlfriend. Her name was Renee, who is now a merchant marine sea captain. And before that, she was in the military. And she, nice. she was, you you could not over express how angry she was that she had to get out. She just yeah. loved the military, and if she had her druthers, she'd uh-huh. go right back in. 
Yeah, the men and women and non-binary people that serve our country. I mean, you take an oath to give your life, and that's like you don't take it lightly because once you realize it, when you're in it, it's real. Mm -hmm. And so when someone says, "Oh, well, you can die for me, but now you're not good enough," yeah, ooh, that yeah. hurts. Yeah, I tried when that I was seventeen. Me, they let there. they let felons into the Fuck. into the Marines nowadays, and I had flat feet, and they wouldn't let me in. <laughs> yeah, well, there you go. So so let's talk more about you Micah. So you were you were uh you are a trained chef is that a chef is that right? Uh I was for 25 years. I just got out of it. It's the stress was uh I, the last place I worked when I why I moved over here was I was uh I came over here for an executive chef job. And the money was good. The owner was the worst boss I've ever had in my entire life. He uh he stressed me out so bad my I was getting heart palpitations. My heart was skipping beats because oh of the stress. God. Yeah, so I left that and I went out and got a job at a lumberyard. Oh, I work God. hard. I, it's a sweaty, hot job. It's outside nice. and inside. I'm getting back in shape. It's a cardio and a physical workout, and I'm getting paid for it. The way so I imagine this, but, girls: sweaty, hot lumberjack who makes you. Chef quality, <laughs> chef quality food. In bed. Fuck yeah! Oh my god! And he god. loves you for who you are. Oh my! And yeah, one thing you won't forget is uh, <laughs> I'm too tall for most girls too. I'm six four, so. <gasps> oh my god! There you go. Get that's out. that's five, right, two, Micah. Five, three, out. They're just like, yeah, like I can't tree. get you. You're too tall. GTFO! <laughs> oh my god! So, Micah, how how what do you look like? Are you are you yeah. big and brawny, yeah. or are you? A tall and slender. I got, a, I got a little meat on me, yeah, but I'm 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 a quarter Samoan and three quarters white, so I got oh. the Samoan size, but I'm not like big, like big Samoan, you know. It's big solid. Um, <laughs> I'm a, I'm six four. I'm really big boned, and no no pun intended on that. But uh, <laughs> like my my forearms are the size of some girls' calves, you know, and it's muscle. It's not fat or anything. Right on. So I'm like a behemoth, is what one of my buddy's girlfriends calls me, and it kind of up. I'm, I'm kind of like, don't call me that. That's kind of messed up, but you know. And your and you and your disposition. You're you're a nice guy. Yeah, of course. That's I think that's pretty reason. obvious. That's, yeah, that's I mean. the one thing my mother, my my father, he's he's why my mother's in uh, Arizona taking care of my grandmother. Uh, she's ninety, and my or my grandmother is, and my father, he he basically uh, disowned disowned me. Not really disowned me, but. We talk once in a while still, but it's not like there, I can I can t I can hear the nervousness in his voice when we talk. You know? Did he disown you because you left the Mormon Church or because of your transamory? Oh, he's not Mormon. My mom is. Oh. My dad's not not religious at all. Why did he disown you? He just the way he was raised by his dad and mom. You know, it's wrong to you know, like the he told me like the Bible says, and I'm like, dude, you're not even religious. He oh. goes, well, I remember going to Sunday school, and it says one man shall not lay with another, and all that, you know, bullshit. Wow! So you are you are uh, out and proud about your relationship with Daisha? Is that how he found out? Yeah, or? but but uh, yeah, at the same time, I I'm not one to, and she wasn't either, and that's what I loved about her as well is she wasn't standing up. Hey, I'm trans, you know, letting the world know, and that's you know that's. It's nobody's business but our own, you know. Mm -hmm. Honestly, how'd your how'd your dad find you know, out then? I took her over to Kauai on vacation and mm -hmm. introduced him. He didn't know until I told him, but you know. How did how did that conversation begin? I just you know I felt he's my you know he brought me into the world. Mm -hmm. I felt I owed him that much, you know. So and so I you mean, said, what did you say? Hey, dad, my girlfriend's. I just said, you know, we're, he was drinking his wine and I was drinking a beer and we're just kicking back and watching my brother's grandkids run around and you know i'm just like uh so i gotta talk to you about something serious and he's like yeah what's that you know and first thing that popped it in his head because you know i don't know why he thinks money is so precious but he's rich okay. and he's like you want money don't you and i'm like no i don't want any money man i have a great job and you know and i say uh so what do you think about my girlfriend and he's just she's wonderful i'm kind of shocked you ended up with a girl that nice and i'm like Wow, thanks. You know, <laughs> but, wow, uh, wow right. So I kind of like I kind of told him just because you know I, I think he deserves to know. And what did you say? Is how did you say I it? Said well, uh, she was. I said she was born a male, and he goes, "What do you mean?" And he kind of got like, like stunned, kind of okay. thing, mm -hmm. kind of look. What's confusing about that? And yeah, he I'm said, like, "You know, she's 
she's trans transgender. And he goes, what does that mean? I said, uh, transsexual. Does that make any sense? He goes, she's a female. And I said, well, that's what porn calls girls like that. But no, she's not a porn star. So no, she's transgender. And he goes, well, did she have the surgery? I said, no, not yet. And he goes, oh, so you're going down on her, sucking her dick and doing that. And I'm like, look, oh. no, it's not like that at all. I don't go in that area, you know. And if anyone does, that's their own business. And he goes, wow, I never took you to be a faggot. And I just said, look, man, it was nice having us over. We're going to go now. And I went back to stay with my brother and his girl. Good for you. Oh, Good for you, God. yeah. First of all, <clears throat> thank you for your courage. That was that took yeah, no so much brass. It's not really, it's not really courage, really. It's just being honest. Yeah, you know, it's, it's just being, being honest, being authentic, unconditionally honest. Right on, uh, brother. It's, it's man, my, oh, man. Yeah, it's my integrity. Yeah, that's one thing that my mother, my mother being a Mormon, is the most understanding, forgiving person in the world. And when I told her, she says, "You know, that's not a big deal because I know that there are a lot of boys that are born." They should have been born females. Holy I have two shit! Best... My mind is Damn, like she's Mormon. I know my mind's blowing up too over here. Really, your Mormon mom well, my, was more my... accepting than your dad. That's your non-religious incredible. dad. Yeah, it's because my mother is a loving, caring person. Um, she was Miss Arizona way back when. You know, she was a really beautiful woman. She had guys chasing her all the time, and she our babies are going to be so just... pretty. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> Don't embarrass the man. I was a really, I was a really good-looking kid. A really good-looking kid. I had blonde hair, you know, for a, a real dark skin. I don't know what happened to the dark skin. I guess because I moved. You're in Spokane. That's why. (laughs) But it's like my stepsister's a lesbian, and she came out to her dad, which is Mormon. My stepdad, Mm -hmm. um, which is like my father. He's he's a great man. but she came out to my mom, and my mom says, you know what, we're going to support you no matter what, you know, your family. And, you know, I was, this is before I told my mom about, you know, my lifestyle. That's awesome. And I was shocked. I was like, what? You know, I mean, well, I remember I got my first ways. tattoo, and my mom was like, you're going to hell and all this stuff. And, you know, you get older, and I, I think I think when even mothers and fathers, when you know, I was, like, let's see, in 89, I was in ninth grade, I think, ninth or tenth grade. And uh, back then, you know, the uh, things were a lot different than it is now, you know. But I think even adults, my mother was my age when I was a senior in high school. She was 43, I think, around there somewhere. And I think that maybe when she grew, you know, 10, 15 years older, I think the world around you starts to cave in and, you know, open your eyes to more possibilities and more understanding. We can only hope. More understanding of it. So so she she basically just said, you know, I I just want you to be happy in life and I said, "Well, I am." And she nice. said, "Well, that's good, you know. Just treat her treat her well and with respect and never hit her." And I'm like, "Mom, have I ever hit hit a woman in my life?" And she's like, "I know, but still." There's that time but with she's your just, sister. Uh, <laughs> What's that? I said there was that time with your sister. Just joking. <laughs> she's just joking with you. So, so um yeah, Micah, <clears throat> today though, and I could be totally wrong, but I thought we talked about on the phone you being okay receiving in sexual in sexual practice. Am I wrong? Okay with what? Receiving. Is that a fact? Oh, <laughs> thank <course>. you. <laughs> That's what <laughs> I, I, I mean. <laughs> it's, it would be it would it would be selfish, honestly, and that's not a that's not sarcasm. It would be selfish to not service your partner as they service. It, it, I know that sounds kind of. Pornographic, but that's not what I mean. I just no, no. Words to, we know, want to please our partners, and that's it's a very yeah, satisfying. You want to please them. You want to. Yeah. You want to. You know, sex, sex in a relationship is not number one, but it's a, it's an important part. Well, and this is why I wanted to, to open this subject because I I recalled Micah being having a very enlightened view of being with a a pre-op transgender woman, and the, yeah. the, his opinions really shocked me because it was so magnanimous it was so um generous the perspective that he had on um for example going down on your tra- your your preoperative transgender partner and right. he saw it as it's just something that you do when you love someone and it doesn't really matter if what's down there you're doing it because of the partner that you love mm-hmm. right 
And so I was so, I was so, you know what it felt like? It felt like, um, you were my brother in that way, because that's how I, that's how I feel about being with transgender women is it's, it's, it's just a natural expression of who I am, you know? Yeah. So, so at the yeah, time, the, the one, sorry, go ahead. I was just going to ask. So when the, when the, um, when you were with your dad, you had not done that, but, but after there's after that, as after, after that episode, at some point you came more around to it. Um, no, honestly, I, I'm just so jaded by her decisions in life of what she did to me. I've, I'm, I'll be completely honest with you. I've hundred percent since I've, found out it took about two weeks until i could do it and then you know it was normal not a big deal yeah right i just uh yeah i just said like some kind of really i i don't get it i've been a good person my whole life i've i volunteer at the special olympics i volunteer at the uh red cross and the salvation army feeding the homeless on christmas and thanksgiving i'm a good person and that's what i was raised you know to believe is be a good person and good things will happen. And then, you know, being, and don't, and don't get me wrong, everybody's saying sure, but, you know, I try to be good to everybody without judgment. Brace and, yourself, Micah. You know, You've got some good stuff that? coming you, your way. You've Something got some amazing. great stuff coming because yeah, you're such a good what? guy. I, oh, my God. I firmly, don't, I firmly don't believe in karma anymore just because I've literally wronged anybody in my life, literally, like, in a bad, bad way or anything, and... This happens seven years a long time, you know. Yeah, but but there's and so you're just hurting right now, Mike. It's well, coming. Yeah, not only that, but it's it's the oh, I'm I'm done hurting. Trust me. Well, there <laughs> I'm over it. But. There are reasons why um, Daisha is not in your life anymore. The main one being that the next person you meet is going to be better. Your stories no longer match. Yeah. yeah, your stories no longer match. She wants something else, and that's totally fine. And and that sets up. That sets up the opportunity for you to meet someone who's going to be even better than Daisha. That's just how it works. Right. Do you believe yeah, that? Yeah, I tried a couple of dating sites, but, uh, you know, it was basically uh, the dating site I went on was a transgender dating site. And um, every girl I met on there was basically, oh, you don't have a six pack stomach. Goodbye. Or, well, see, oh, it, you don't work out at every goodbye. I'm like, exactly. Oh, how shallow you are. Goodbye. And that's I don't the want to thing. Talk to well, see, it's interesting because the the way that you met Daisha had nothing to do with paying money to meet her. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And the same thing will happen in the future. I mean, and I can attest to this, and so can Remy, and so can Shannon. Actually, when 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 you understand how this thing works, you will you naturally just run into people. I I naturally meet transgender people on the street. Remy is naturally having guys stopping and wanting to talk to her. Um, Shannon is the same way. And so, you know, spending money to find a transgender partner, in my opinion, is the hard way to go. Oh, no, it, it was a free it was a free dating site. It, it wasn't a, a paid one. But still, I, I hear what you're saying. Yeah. Yes. I mean, you your your meeting Daisha was sounded so spontaneous and natural. And you, you know, it, you just kind of fit into that situation. I think in the same way, you're going to meet some someone else in the exact same way if you just relax and just be yourself because you're such a great guy. The universe is here. Here, he's just Absolutely. the universe is just going to deliver this person to you. You just need to sit back and relax and don't worry about it. Yeah, yeah I'm not too worried. I just I work a lot. I work five tens and then I have the weekends off. So, with this accident, all I'm doing is sitting here talking to you and then you know watching Game of Thrones or whatever. You know, just the best time and meal. But nice. I'm cat. Yeah, it was just. Uh, I'm sorry. Uh, it's funny. I was just watching Game of Thrones <laughs> this morning. It's a great show. Yeah, see, I've, I've never seen it, and I just downloaded all six seasons. I'm on my oh, computer. you're going to love it. You're going to love it. It's so good. I would watch don't it, but I've been... Don't tell me. Don't spoil it, please. Okay. Oh, no. I would oh, still no. watch it. I've been way too busy playing Pokemon Go, though, so oh, I don't have time. No. I don't walk out what into is, traffic. What is that all about? I'm kidding. Anyway. I'm kidding. I, I'm kidding. I'm Pokemon kidding. Go. I have no so idea. It like, it's an app on your phone, right? Yes. Yeah. I'm sorry. Louis, I, I totally okay. like left turned that. I'm sorry. Let's bring it back. Let's bring it back. Actually, it's... It's time to end the show, actually, because we're out of time. Micah, you are, I have to say, this was amazing. I want to say thank you for coming on the show today. Your courage just to be so genuine is something that I I really want to call you out as a role model. Because the way you act, and it's just just me being real. 
isn't she isn't he awesome yeah, yeah absolutely. absolutely and i think me <laughs> and i think meeting i think this is what the network is about it's it's giving the opportunity for guys like micah to come out and tell their stories so that the trans women can start changing their stories about what men are like absolutely because not yeah. all men that are interested in them are dickheads and how did you say it? scum yeah they're wonderful people like micah there are like the guys that do their selfies in front of the mirror. Yeah, those kind of guys. Those kind of guys are not the kind of guys that these that trans women want to be with. But they have these yeah. stories, these shallow stories, the, the they're superficial stories that focus on things that are going to fade over time, like a six pack ab, right. or you know, youthful looks, or whatever. And so we talk about that in the in the trans woman's guide to finding your ideal partner. And by the way, um, as we close this show. Um, I'm going to send you a, a coupon so that you can get for free the man's guide to finding a transgender partner. It's packed with a really a bunch of really good information that would actually it's actually quite timely that you're going to receive it's this since you just broke up. It's perfect him. timing. Yeah. Funny how that works. Yeah. So have, have a look at it. If you like it, uh, let us know. Um, it's free. You don't, you don't have to pay for it. And, uh, for the rest of the audience, thanks again for watching and listening and you men out there, step it up like Micah has, because it's not that hard. It's you not see? hard at all. It's not hard at all. All right. Thank Next you week. everybody. Bye. Bye. Be a guest on the Transamorous Network podcast. Send an email to info at transamorousnetwork.com. You've been listening to the Transamorous Network podcast. The Transamorous Network podcast is a broadcast property of the Transamorous Network. Listen to the Transamorous Network podcast on iTunes, Google Play, and SoundCloud. For more information on living a joyful, positive, and desire-fulfilled life, or finding love in a relationship, family, or within yourself, visit the Transamorous Network on the web at transamorousnetwork.com, on YouTube at the Transamorous Network, or on Tumblr at transamorousnetwork.tumblr.